Welcome back to the Wrestling Rodeo Podcast. It's been a while since you've heard from us. Uh, we're joined by Anthony here. He is Jupiter Vision on Twitch. He is WrestleSode on Twitter. Mitch, my faithful co-host, my Chewbacca is here. I'm Paul. We're going to change our format up a little bit. Our first season, we were just talking about Stampede Wrestling. and But now we're going to talk a little bit about variety of things. We're going to basically treat our show as a series of segments. And hopefully you're here. You're going to enjoy some laughs along the way. Mitch, Anthony, anything to add? I, it's a, hey, thanks for having me. It was just kind of hoping putting you in your, uh, letting you do your thing. This is really cool. Yeah, I've kind of got a new name, Jupiter Vision, as well as WrestleSode. I've got two things going now. So I hope that's not super confusing to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little confusing, but I think people will be able to get past it when they hear about some of the exciting stuff we're doing. I really hope so. We are doing some pretty exciting stuff, though, so I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, Mitch, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, living out the COVID dream. TV and video games. Trying not to get it <laughs> and still trying to go outside and get groceries and stuff. <laughs> are, are you in your car right now, Mitch? Uh, no, I'm in the house, but apparently the uh, headphones were not charged. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to ask if you had ordered your Uber Eats to your car outside yet. <laughs> no, I've thought about it a few times, but I, you know, I, I kind of break down when I try to figure out what to write in the delivery instructions. I'll be in the front smoking in the car, put it on the hood and walk away. It's like, you just leave it on the hood of the red Cadillac <laughs> with the person inside of it being very weird. It'd be even better if your neighbor was out smoking and he had that red Cadillac. <laughs> just really screw with your neighbor. No, just give him the license plate. all right let's jump into our first segment here um but pretty much everyone last week last wednesday felt these shockwaves rattle through wrestling where kenny omega defeated john moxley as the aew champion he stole it cracked him in the head with a microphone and ran away and don Callis said you can hear from him next tuesday on impact wrestling that oh, really, awesome. it was it was incredible, but that really makes your mind race. What does an AEW and Impact Wrestling partnership look like? I mean, it, it's so hard to tell, especially because like all we got was about like a five second clip of saying Don Callis saying it's like we'll talk tell you on Impact. So until that point, it, it it's really hard to determine what they're going to be doing with it. But if I had to just go dream based, like when I think about it, it's like the, the partnership between an impact and an AEW, I think it'd be incredibly beautiful because there's so much great talent inside of AEW and so much great talent inside of impact. And like some of the matches we can have, like I mean, we've talked about it off of stream and stuff like FTR versus uh, the motor city machine guns, which is a team I've recently become uh, more familiar with in some of the, oh, that match oh so man, good. that'd be so good. So good. Oh gosh. But yeah, I don't know. For me, I'm just super excited because it just, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like Star Wars a little bit. It's like I'm watching the rebellion trying to take on the empire right now. And it just makes me really excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are both allied with uh, AAA down in Mexico. 
That's true. Yeah, and that's very MLW true. MLW was also down there. There's a lot of greats. This could lead to something really huge, but I mean, I don't want to hold, I don't want to hold my breath. I don't want to say anything until we know for sure, because I mean, anything can happen. This is the world of wrestling, but I just, I, I want to be very excited about stuff. But who would have thought triple a is really the, uh, the ringmaster here. I mean, the, I wonder just really exactly how involved AAA could have been between contacting both of these guys and getting together. Because like you've said before, uh, and as well, for those who don't know, like AAA ch- uh, tag champions, I believe are the Lucha Bros. Kenny's the champion over there right now, right? Isn't he? Yeah. He's the uh, mega champion, the heavyweight champ. So it's so like already there's like that incredible, like cross promotion that they have going on with uh, AAA, but impact I think has more of a visibility to the North American audience. Um, which I think is really great because Impact has survived, you know, for so long as like the number one big competitor of the WWE. And I say that because they're not a big competitor of the WWE, like at all. But <laughs> I think, this, you know what I mean? Well, let's be honest. Like you look through the last couple of years, they barely squeaked by it by not paying wrestlers a lot of the times. Yeah, those but, Billy Corgan years were rough. Yeah, but that being said, that show has really taken off lately. I mean, even before this happened, there's been a lot more buzz around impact online lately, like just in general. And the when, when this happened, like, oh my God, their impact, they're like their numbers on Twitter blew up. Everybody was Googling like how to watch impact mm-hmm. wrestling mm-hmm. memes exploding all over the place. <laughs> like th- if this wasn't just a good move for AEW, it was a good move for impact. And the fact that they they're sandwiching these two very important segments with an NXT right between them almost makes like, okay, war games happened and it's already irrelevant in my head now. And I'm just more excited to see what's going to happen now for Tuesday and Wednesday. So it was so brilliant that they just, they like almost like just silenced war games out of the picture. Totally. And wrestling Inc did report that the good brothers were going to have a match in impact. And everyone kind of assumes it's going to be the young bucks oh you mean in aew yeah they're going to have a match in aew according to wrestling inc um everyone assumes it's going to be the young bucks but i'd rather go to some younger team to really kind of establish them and give them the rub even though they're not going to beat the impact tag champs like imagine a team like top flight going against those guys and really bringing it to them and being just inches away I think it could be really great. Uh, Top Flight would be a really great team to have on them. But I guess I think of it kind of more on the impact of story. So I think everybody knows the reason the Good Brothers were chosen over any of the other teams on Impact is because of the relation with Bullet Club and the Elite. So the reason I I would agree with uh, Top Flight is being that team, but if this is going to be something that could lead into long-term storylines, I think they need to bring it back to the Elite and Kenny turning heel. And the cleaner and the good brothers working together through a cross promotion thing. I'm just saying that could make me incredibly excited. So you would, you would assume that the young bucks are teaming up with, um, with rich Swan there or uh, Chris Bay, depending on who wins at final resolution. I, you know, as much as I have to say it, I don't think it's as focused on the Impact storylines. I think it's more going to be AEW focused, and Impact is going to just enjoy the the viewer ride along. Hey, I'm I'm just dreaming Chris Bay versus Kenny Omega because Chris Bay 
if people don't know who he is and don't know how good he is, they are going to be blown away. I am one of those people. I'll be completely honest. I'm not the biggest watcher of Impact. I'm more like I watch the clips and follow kind of along with the storylines. But in terms of like the actual in-ring product, I don't get a good chance to watch Impact very often. So like I'm, I, I can't describe this feeling. I have never been more excited for a Tuesday night Impact ever. Like I'm just so excited to watch Impact and just kind of get blown away. Like I was like, it's like, it's a treat that I've had in my closet for like weeks. And I just like, I finally get to pull it out and enjoy it. And I'm just <laughs> super excited for it. Well, Chris Bay, I first saw uh, at Future Stars of Wrestling Mecca 2. And that was a Ring of Honor anniversary weekend in Vegas. And he was in a match against Scorpio Sky. AEW Scorpio Sky. Yeah, yeah. And Ring of Honor's Kenny King. Okay. It was an absolutely phenomenal match. That was also the first show that I saw Hammerstone. Uh, I think he was against Moose. (laughs) That would have been a nice, that's a meat slapping match. Oh, it was insane. Um, And Jushin Thunder Liger just doing a little indie show for 400, 500 people in Vegas. I love Jushin. So cool. I was so sad when he retired. I think he retired. But that was that was two and a half years ago, and I remember coming away being really impressed with uh, Chris Bay. I'm super excited for Tuesday. How about you, Mitch? How much how much impact do you get to 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 inject every week? Oh, not a lot. (laughs) Good. I'm glad that it's not just me. Okay, so I'm not the only one who's going. Like, "Ah, I'm excited to find what I get to learn. But it's you know like a new toy when you haven't seen something a lot yeah that's a great way or like it's just like even a bit of an old toy that you've pulled out that you used to not really like but then suddenly became very mainstream all of a sudden you're like oh yeah i really like this toy (laughs) Furbies are coming back baby yeah tamagotchis guys (laughs) we're bringing back tamagotchis oh but yeah I i don't know i think the impact that this could have pardon the pun i guess you could say that like but it's huge uh so many people are really interested in impact all of a sudden um people are like retweeting don Callis right now as being the savior of wrestling and it's like what is happening the right invisible now? hand the invisible hand don Callis. that is a great can i just put that out there what a nickname eh the invisible oh, hand so oh it's great it's so good and seeing the picture of him and uh, kenny at the airport like kayfabe man i understand that what i know what wrestling is but when they still go out of their way to make kayfabe feel that real just Mm -hmm. makes me love them even more man yeah and the real gem here for AEW, just like how they've been using thunder rosa and uh serena deeb as nwa champion is Mm -hmm. impact's got a deep women's roster you've got diona perrazzo there you got jordan grace kimberly um, Rosemary, Taya Valkyrie, Tennille Dashwood, Susie slash Sue Young. Um, it's just that women's division in Impact. Honestly, oh, it's stacked, man. The talent is great, and they seem to use all of them really well. You know, I'll be completely honest. I'm a huge fan. Uh, so it's funny because like I knew, I still know her better as Jordine Grace as opposed to Trisha Parker. I got to see her at my very, so when I told you that I got to watch wrestling for the very first time in Alberta, she was at the event. 
Uh, so Trisha Parker was Jordine Grace at, at my first wrestling event. And I used to just remember thinking, I'm like, holy crap, this woman is great. And the fact that Impact has her and that she's been Knockouts champion. And I just, I love everything about Jordine. I mean, Trisha Parker. <laughs> so that's one thing I'm super excited for for Tuesday. So what, how, how long ago was that, Anthony? That she 2017. Was... Okay. Yes, it was against Kelly Klein. I Kelly say. Klein. I believe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I seem to remember hearing about that show and I couldn't make it for whatever reason. Um, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That was the very first show I ever came to in an Alberta. It was a CWE show. It was great. I think Silas Young was the other person they brought in. Silas Young was the other person they brought in. Absolutely. The last real man, Silas Young. And then the second CWE show I went to was Jake. Uh, uh, Jake the Snake was there. Yeah, I'm just looking at the card too. Jonathan Gresham was there. Was he? I don't even remember that. Yeah, he was in the tag team match. Oh, man. Well, you know what? That makes sense. I was kind of still getting back into wrestling at that time. And that was my first kind of like shot back into the indies, especially around here. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I probably wouldn't have even known who he was at the time. Yeah, but speaking of him, he's a double champion of Ring of Honor right now. He's defending both titles at Final Battle. Is he really? Wow. Yeah, he's, he's defending the pure champion and the tag team championships with Jay Lethal. Oh, fuck. I love Jay Lethal. That is a busy night for that man. Yeah. Uh, so what do you, what do you think? What do you think? I couldn't speak there. What do you think is going to happen on Tuesday, Paul? Um, I, I think it's going to basically be the last segment of the night because they want to keep people hooked into impact the entire night. 100%. They're um, going to tease it. I think the whole time. Yeah. They're, they're going to tease it. Like they're going to cut to the back where you're going to see Don Callis by a locker room and, Unfortunately, they're going to subject people to Josh Matthews for the entire show, but um, Kenny will come out. I think you'll probably have good brothers come out and confront them, and then they'll two sweet each other. And you think they're going to hit the two sweet? They're going to come with you to to dynamite. Oh man, I hope they hit the two sweet. That'd be. I just want to see them stick it to Vince. Like, let's just be honest. I, I, I bought the cease and desist to sweet shirt simply to stick it to the WWE. <laughs> I did. I have it. It's a great shirt. Love the young bucks. <laughs> just those guys are incredible. Just merch machines. Um, yeah. But like, what kind of matches would you want to see out of, out of impact, like impact and AEW crossovers? Oh, Mm, moose versus kenny would be a lot of fun we've seen some guys show up here uh for real canadian wrestling yeah impact recently ace austin we've seen cody uh, deaner josh josh alexander ethan page was advertised but unfortunately oh yeah that's right he he didn't actually covid that's right Uh, that's right i forgot all about that i was like no he showed up i was like wait no no he did not (laughs) covid I was excited for that. He did a training, I think, online, though, like with some of the wrestlers around here. I yeah, he did online seminars through yeah. Top Talent and Workhorse. I believe that's right. You got to give it to him. Like, good for thank, thanks, him. Thank him, right? Like, that's good. Really great for him to still do. Yeah, that's really cool that he did that. I clearly don't do podcasting enough anymore. I'm just stuttering all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. You're part of this now. You're going to get used to it. Yeah, I got to get used to it again. 
That's fine. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you got to deal with me. But yeah, no, I think it could be really exciting. I don't, I just, the matches that could happen, like, I, I don't know, like, what are some matchups that you think could just blow away the world of wrestling that maybe people like, let, let's just say, like someone like me, who let's say I only know about 60% of the Impact roster, and I've probably only seen about 20% of them actually wrestle. Like, what do you think would blow me away? Like, what's going to blow the crap out of me? Um, besides Chris Bay and Kenny Omega, yeah, the um, I think the Motor City Machine Guns against pretty much anyone in that tag team division. Yeah, okay, um, that's like Omega. the one team in uh, Impact that I'm quite familiar with now because I went back to watch like ten of their matches like five days ago because <laughs> I was blown away by how good they were. Yeah, um, Moose, Moose, I love Moose. Moose would be phenomenal. He's another guy that we've seen at Real Canadian Wrestling. He would be phenomenal against uh, the bigger men in mm. AEW. Moose versus Hobbs. Moose versus Archer. Um, like just a big, athletic, strong dude. Um, the North. And I like what they're doing with Hobbs right now. I got it. I just, you know what? Make him silent and like angry and just want to fight things. And I, I just, I like it. It's good. It works <laughs> for him. And I like this. I, I like that they call. What do they call him now? Like uh, uh, Power Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs. Like that's way better than just Will. Well, because when he was a good guy, he was Will Power Hobbs. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. See, I'm not. I wasn't too familiar with Hobbs before he even joined AEW. And that's one of those people where it's like, this is what I love about AEW. They're so good at just making me figure out who people are and like learning about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Willie Mack and Rich Swan as a tag team. I think would really blow a lot of people away. Willie Mack is kind of like thickness in a way that you don't expect him to do half the stuff he does, but he does it and it's perfect. Fair enough. Um, going way back to uh, their early days, Sammy Callahan, John Moxley. Oh, okay. That could be really good. Actually, I am quite familiar with Sammy Callahan. The, the promos would be absolutely crazy. Oh, could you imagine a Sammy Callahan, Eddie Kingston promo? <sighs> Oh my god! I would, I would just see Sammy Callahan spitting the entire time, probably, and just. <laughs> oh, he he would start breaking chairs, and then I would just hear the disembodied voice of that guy at AAW yelling, "Hey, quit breaking our chairs, asshole!" <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, wrestling. I, I don't know what his contract status is with Impact, but Trey Miguel. Okay, went, I'm not too familiar with Trey uh, Miguel. Desmond Xavier both went to WWE, but Trey Miguel didn't sign. So I don't know if he's got an impact renewal, if he's going to go to AEW, if he's going to go to WWE. But Trey Miguel versus um, Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen versus Cody versus anybody. Trey Miguel is, he's going to start getting a lot of hype wherever he goes. I don't know much about Trey Miguel, so like I had seen obviously somebody I have to pay attention to now. Uh, did you see that gif of uh, Trey Miguel sliding and then diving out of the ring, like sliding on his knees, diving out of the ring between the bottom and second rope, and then delivering Canadian Destroyer to the outside? Okay, I saw that clip. I didn't know who that was, so that was Trey Miguel. That's Trey. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, yeah, I'm excited. 
(laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's just a clip. That's all you need for somebody. And you're like, okay, I'm willing to give them at least five minutes of my life. Well, that's the beautiful thing about wrestling in 2020 is you can, you can be exposed to so much stuff just by being on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much creativity, especially these days in 2020 going on because it's not all like relocated to house shows and stuff, right? People have to be very creative in, in, in the world of wrestling right now. And uh, I, and the way people are doing it, it's, just, it's awesome. Absolutely. And one of the ways that a lot of people are being creative, they're kind of taking the GCW route and making talent-themed shows. And I think that's a perfect segue into our next segment, talking about the clandestine society here in Alberta. Clandestine. Our favorite show last year, 100%. Oh, my God, what a show that was. I loved the clandestine society last year. That show was crazy. So for our listeners that don't know what the clandestine society is. um, Go learn yourself some stuff. Shut us up. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) <laughs> it, it was a show that was invite only for for the fans um i don't know if we should reveal who was behind it or not i don't know if that is public knowledge i remember he said he would speak about it when he was ready and i don't think he's done any sort of official interview so out of respect i'll keep that in our back pocket mm-hmm. but it was basically a who's who of alberta wrestling they had nicole matthews come in for a match and they had uh Arden Spencer. Spencer come in for a match and they brought Evan Adams back from Ontario for a match. And Mick Sugar Adams. in from Saskatchewan. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A couple guys from Saskatchewan. <laughs> but that show had everything. Oh, yeah. It was up and down the card. Not just like only amazing, incredibly talented wrestling, but down to theme matches. It had comedy. It had blood. It was it, it had a flavor for everybody. So it really didn't matter what your flavor of wrestling was. There was something there for you. Yeah, because the second match of the show was Dildo on a pole, Mike McSugar and Dylan Stone. Oh, and the man. final match was a triple threat death match. Colton Kelly, <laughs> Devin Adams, Sheik Shabazz. Uh, yeah it, it was it was such a varied night of wrestling um there was a cluster there was a cluster f not a cluster f a tribute match but that's what it was uh you know giant giant fights really cool spots happening and then there was also the uh davio batista versus y2 jack pride match the, that, the imitation game the imitation game match what a creative show like there was just something for everybody and oh my god Davy O'Doyle's uh, Batista entrance, I think, was absolutely flawless. He nailed down those machine guns. It, it was perfect. You could tell that both uh, Jack Pride and Davy O'Doyle were huge fans of Chris Jericho and Batista, respectively. And I don't know how you can't be. Oh, absolutely. He came in with a light up jacket. He came in with a list of Jericho, everything. It was perfect. So, Anthony, favorite match, a clandestine. Act one. One that we haven't even talked about yet, which is the funniest part. <laughs> like we haven't even mentioned this match. Yeah, was we my probably should have mentioned it earlier, but I, I kind of kept it in my back pocket knowing you would bring it up here. Guys, it was Son of Irish versus Michael Allen, Richard Clark. That match blew me away. Oh my God. It was so good. I just, I remember just watching it going like, 
what am I watching right now? Like Michael Allen, Richard Clark, obviously is the PWA heavyweight champion. Everyone knows how good that guy is. Right. And son of Irish, son of uh, the Irishman um, from uh, Stampede wrestling days, obviously this kid, Holy crap. He blew me away. That was my first match I've ever saw of son of Irish. Uh, and I was just like, Oh my God, I'm a son of Irish fan for life now. And even though uh, he lost that match, it was just godly good. Yeah, I've yeah, always was... kind of referred to it as the um, the Bret Hart versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Well, that's a good. I was, I like to think it was like it was like the takeover match of Alberta. Like that's how I think of it. Yeah, it was insane. Mitch, your favorite? Uh I, I was kind of partial to the clusterfuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I can't say that, you can bleep it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm I'm gonna leave it in. We're good. But yeah, it was. Uh, but I mean, there was you loved everything on it, but that one just kind of they spaced the timing differently, and there was a lot going on. But you could kind of keep track of it all. So that to me was uh, the one I really enjoyed the most. But they're you know, I, I loved every single match on the card. Yeah, well, you could especially keep track of it if you were like Anthony furiously writing down notes while Tex <laughs> Gaines is sitting in front of him drinking beer with Mitch and me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a, I was media. I had a responsibility. <laughs> I, I don't think that stopped the rest of the media there from having a couple. Abs- no, I, it was my first media event. I really screwed it up. I really should have just been drunk the entire time. That's what I should have been. <laughs> so what you got to do is bring a recorder yeah right oh i don't think i'd have been able to hear it that night though like if i tried to play it back it would have been just like just like everybody's just crowd noise oh my god it was a very loud crowd in a very small building it was amazing so, so you yeah. mentioned you were media uh you you were in there before the show yeah um i got lucky mitch mitch and i rolled in <laughs> with kind of the general admission and we, we saw you in there you peasants jesus <laughs> and we actually first of all mitch you and i we got there and we just walked in and no one said anything like, oh yeah and then and then we bumped into anthony anthony was like oh did you guys sign in or whatever because it was invite only so they had to cross you off the list um oh we yeah said, that's no. right. we went and got in line and stood in line a couple other people came along behind us and then the the burly chef who was doing the food for the event came in and he and his sous chef for lack of a better term um they they were like who who can help us carry stuff in and then you and i we saw the opportunity to get back inside behind the curtain and uh we took it yeah get the good seats yeah he told us that he would give us a hot dog and i don't think he ever gave us the hot dog no, but they were serving beer, so I don't remember being that concerned with it. <laughs> That's true. I, You're I, like, at the end of the day, I had my beer in the hand. I was fine. Yeah, I but really that was care. one thing I really loved about the show was that feeling that you were just standing watching it in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Like, it had a really different feel than most of the shows we've been to, and I just loved that kind of crowding around the ring kind of thing, almost like... Uh, you know, I'm sure it never happens anymore, but the the fights when you're a kid and you get the circle of people around. I remember those. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the day. 
Oh, uh, you you were in the middle of the circle fighting Anthony. Come on. No way. I was the nerd. I was on the outside. I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to get in there. Give me oh, a break. On. Why do you think I'm not in a ring these days? <laughs> I'm, I'm more like, I'm on the outside doing commentary. I'm like, oh, Cody throws a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Big suplex. About a suplex. Cannonball. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm what you'd call PlayStation tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what you call big game online. (laughs) (laughs) So clandestine act one was December 14th last year, 2019. Um, That's coming up. I thought it was December 18th. Announce a couple of matches for clandestine act two. That was supposed to be December 12th this year, but unfortunately COVID like a lot of things, um, cause that to change and they have said that they are going to postpone it they haven't announced a new date probably because they have no idea what's happening on with their covid restrictions here in alberta but they did announce a couple of matches um before they decided to postpone yeah a couple of big names too like some of the matches i was quite excited for uh and some that i'm quite excited to chat about because i was confused by some but at least one of them, I was kind of confused. So the first one, Zoe Sager, Gigi Ray, that was originally supposed to happen at the PWA 19th anniversary show back in March for the PWA Women's Championship. Um, I was looking forward to seeing that one quite a bit. Yeah, I was too, especially because like we got introduced to Gigi Ray just beforehand, like when she won the P- after she had won the PWA Championship up in Edmonton, she came down. And uh, she was in that uh, t- in that uh, tag uh, mixed tag match, and she is such a good natural heel, man. Like just I, I talked about it on-, on the actual review back in the day uh, about her. I was like, man, like I haven't seen anybody just come out like just such natural heel, like so good at poking the eyes and stomping the foot, just like those like dastardly moves that are so basic, but she mastered them like in a way that it's just like if anybody else did them, they would feel like they were doing it goofily. Mm-hmm. she was just very natural with it and yeah i don't know where that comes from in a person to be a natural heel but maybe she's a psychopath in real life i don't know we don't know these things <laughs> <laughs> she, she's just an absolute jerk just an absolute well, actually i don't want to say that she's probably a really nice person well, actually she's a heel no she's probably a jerk it's probably fine <laughs> <laughs> and then of course zoe sager i mean how many times have we talked about the good of zoe sager like i was really excited for that match i i could I wonder how it would have gone down though. Like, I really don't have any idea because we didn't have any extra PWA storyline. It's been months and months and months and months. Were they going to tie it to the PWA? Was it going to be for the PWA women's championship? Do you think they could have gotten Kurt to agree to something like that? I don't know. So for our listeners, Kurt is the uh, owner of PWA. Um, I I don't know if they could have got PWA to agree to it, but I I would have liked to have seen them do it. But if they couldn't, then I'd still just love to see the match. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think based on the first one, there weren't really any titles from any of the promotions. Mm-hmm. So I think you'd want to kind of stick to that script. Yeah. That's for sure. I, 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 and if that's the case, then I wonder if Gigi would have won. But I mean, they would have helped her character at the very least. And I'm sure like Zoe would have known that it would have been good to help build Gigi up. But I don't know. I, I If I had to put my money on it, like if I had to just like right now put my money, I probably would have 
said Gigi. Yeah, I'd probably choose Gigi too if I were a betting man, but uh, it might be superstitious of me to say, but I don't want to put a bet on this one because I actually want this match to happen. Oh, well, I do too, but I mean, I, because I want it to happen and we want it to happen so badly, hopefully it happens. Like whoever's listening out there, make it happen. When COVID is safe, we want obviously safety first. Yeah, I got to make sure that the wrestlers are all safe, uh, that their families are safe, and that uh, the crowd, the audience is safe. They they did take the precautions with that. It was going to be filmed on a on a close set, premiered on YouTube, uh, but in order to protect the wrestlers, they had to postpone. And I agree with that decision. Like, uh, I know people are upset about it, and COVID sucks, and 2020 sucks, but like. I'm very happy to hear that they've taken the well-being of their wrestlers ahead of putting the entertainment out there for people. Like I much prefer that. Absolutely. Um, another match that they had was Mo Jabari, one of my personal favorite wrestlers here in Alberta. Oh man, so against good. Uh, the Omen, Gabriel. This is another one I am super excited for. Obviously, Mo Jabari is such an incredibly talented wrestler. Uh, I got to watch the Omen wrestle on a couple of different occasions. In fact, my very first PWA show was very uh, Omen-centric with the three stages of Hell match, and I really got to enjoy uh, that. Oh, my God, that was so much fun. Um, but Mo Jabari, he's like such a natural. Gabe is such natural, or uh, Gabriel. Uh, they're both such just great, amazing, talented wrestlers. I think like just in terms of quality, of in terms of in-ring quality of all the matches that were announced this one would have been the one that's like this is the this is like the the pwg one <laughs> you know what i mean no not pwg because that'd be more high flight this is like the real like real masterpiece of technicality in the ring one mm -hmm. that's how uh, i would more say it i was going to say it was going to be gabriel lestat's uh first match back in the ring since 2019 but i think he wrestled a couple of times for cwe in august i think so i think when they traveled through he was scheduled for those but they were up north and i didn't get a chance to go to any of this i haven't gone to a single the last live event i went to was uh p uh which, what was it the power rumble yeah it was the ppw power rumble back in february that was the very last live show i've been to uh you weren't at pwa revelation which one was that one that was um <laughs> Mo versus Aiden Adams, Pride versus Barry Grayson. Now uh, Barat. Um, okay, Reed I think Matthews I was against Davey O'Doyle in the submission match. Okay, you know, you know, I think I was at that one. Wait, I got to check that. What, what date was that? Because my father passed away in the middle of March, and everything stopped after that for me. March seventh. So, okay, yeah, I, that was probably the last show I was at then. Yeah, because that was Body Break and Gigi Ray against. MRB and Zoe. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. That's the one, yeah. So that's where we got introduced to Zoe. So that was the very last live show that I've been to. Well, yeah, it's the last live show I've been to. <laughs> <clears throat> Southern Alberta Invitational, by the way, was an amazing show. Hey, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, the third match that the Clandestine Society had announced for Act 2 was a mixed tag match. Um Michael Richard Blaze and Ava Lawless against Stephen Crow, the newly named Stephen Crow, and Taryn from Accounting, who 
Terror from Accounting, I believe, has the best wrestling name in all of Alberta, but Stephen Crow is up there with it. Yeah, what a great nickname, uh, like a change of name there for, because like, for those of you guys who don't know, and I don't know how they're trying to keep this with kayfabe and all that kind of stuff, but uh, Stephen Crow used to be Baby Teeth, the referee, obviously, for Force Pro Wrestling. He's refereed for PWA. He's done refereeing everywhere. Um, but uh, yeah, now he's renamed Stephen Crow, which is such a good name, such a good name. And I like the rebranding that he's done. Yeah, he was in that clusterfuck match too last year. Um, him and Houston Moore or Shotgun Sydney, as he was called in that clusterfuck. Both guys had really good showings. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I actually really liked I, I so though Baby T, which was who he was known as in the cluster F last year, uh, but uh, Stephen Crow this year, like he had a good showing. But that was really for the two of them. That was a Houston Moore showing. Like that was Shotgun Sid's territory. It was that clusterfuck match. That was great. Him and Thickness, man. I loved it. And obviously the Canadian Goose Hong Kong who won. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. (laughs) Get her Hong Kong. So what kind of stuff are you guys hoping for out of Clandestine Act 2? Well, so with that match, I'll, I'll just continue along with that. Uh, like I, I was, so that was going to be Armored B's match back. So obviously everybody knows that he went for surgery earlier this year. I just, I'm, I hope he's okay. Like I really hope that he uh, like rested in all long enough. Obviously I haven't seen him wrestle since earlier this year. Uh, I'm not up there in Edmonton. I haven't seen him going to the top talent wrestling stuff. Like he's probably in great shape. The guy is super well uh, like conditioned and like, I don't think you can stop MRB from getting in a wrestling ring. I just, I hope he's, I hope he's okay. I was really curious what kind of position he was going to be playing in that match. He's the gatekeeper after all now. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I, I think we're going to just see really, I, or we will see when they eventually re, uh, do the clandestine society act too, that I don't know. We, we just see some really incredible matches. You just look back at what they did in the first one. And if they have time now, or if this isn't like, who knows what COVID's done to their planning, if it's changing stuff up, but if they could be as creative for act two as they were for act one, like it's just going to blow me away again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so he, he last wrestled in the Northern Alberta Invitational, um, yes. which you can view on our YouTube channel, Wrestling Rodeo, uh, absolutely for free. It and the Southern Alberta Invitational, plug, plug, plug. Um, and that great shows be, run by great people, I think. Ab- absolutely, <laughs> I really found them to be good. I enjoyed it quite a bit watching. Thanks. We man. hope all. The, we hope the rest of you felt that way too, because we worked on those. <laughs> <laughs> but that was filmed in April, so April or March. It was, I think it was the end of March. I don't remember. We got the tapes from them. I don't know the exact date they filmed, but it was prior to when everything started to get shut down too much. So I think it was like end of February, beginning of March, I think is when they actually did it. Yeah. And around that, around the time that we put it out, so around the time we had edited it, did commentary, whatever else, uh, in May, that was when MRB had first mentioned he was going in for pec surgery. So that puts the timeline at six months, seven months. Like that's that's not a long time for a pec recovery, as far as I know. I I think that's 
I think that's full recovery. Is it? I'm going to double check right now. Pectoral uh, surgery. I think that's athlete versus non-athlete, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) MRB is not just a regular person. Like, I think they, for surgeries like that, I think they would say that don't do heavy lifting, like don't do bench pressing for up to nine months, but... um, Think he's still super kicking people in his days off? Probably, yeah, for probably. sure. It's that's MRB, of course he is. Of course he is. Um, I don't think he would have a problem hitting the brain buster. I don't think there's going to be any sort of concern uh, health wise with MRB. I don't. I don't think so. The guy is really good. I, he's probably just the John Cena of Alberta. He's probably just like ah, oh, whatever. He's probably fine after a week and a half. <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else they could do. Like, there's a lot of other storylines that could happen around Alberta. Like, I mean, we could theory craft a million of them right now. But I, I mean, until we know until uh, what's happening with uh, Clandestine Society Act Two when it'll be back up and running. I mean, we got those really awesome kind of introductions. We 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 got those teasers of those matches, but uh, we kind of have to wait again. <laughs> Damn so, you, COVID. So I, I'd like to see clandestine run shows more frequently i don't think i want to wait until december 2021 for act three no i i agree with you i mean clandestine if they could do it the way they, they i like i don't know their financials i don't know their uh, how they they deal with all of that but if they could find ways to make that more of like a month or every other couple of months thing that could be really good i don't necessarily know if they have to have the uh the, the kind of secret or if they have to be like giant shows or anything but they tell really good stories and uh, not necessarily that there was a lot of stories leading out of the last clandestine, but the way they told stories in ring was phenomenal. They do have a Patreon. If people want to support them financially, um, that's clandestine SOC. Um, do with that what you will. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, things will be better here in a, you know, we're getting we're getting vaccinations. That was announced today. So th- I mean, we got that coming. Yeah, things are starting to look up. I'm excited. Hopefully, that means Alberta wrestling will be back to wrestling again. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Man. So clandestine one, uh, really Alberta indie super show, really a who's who of Alberta wrestling, and bringing in Artemis Spencer, bringing in Evan Adams, bringing in a Nicole Matthews, really made it a who's who of canadian wrestling speaking of that uh anthony you've been working on something really exciting on your uh twitch streams sunday nights yeah well i mean not just me everybody we so wrestling is down i we were having this conversation i was like what do we do right like we ran the southern upper invitational obviously we want to run more if we can but COVID. So we want to be safe. We obviously can't do anything right now. So we're like, well, what do we do? We're project people. And I was just like sitting here staring at my steam and I see my RPG maker. And I was like, I'm going to make an RPG. And I was like, what should I make it on? You're like wrestling. Next thing I know we're making an, <laughs> we're making a wrestling One track RPG, mind. <laughs> right? We're just so quick. And next thing I knew we were making a wrestling RPG and people are now getting involved and it's, it's so much fun. And it's just like, it's campy and ridiculous. And it kind of plays like Pokemon now. And you got to collect a whole bunch of different independent wrestlers from around Canada. Right now, it's obviously very Alberta-centric, and we've got wrestlers in the game at this point. But my God, it's just so much fun and campy, and everybody's just loving working on it. 
So you, you mentioned wrestlers are in the game. Uh, who's yeah. who's in it? We got a bunch in the game right now. Let's. I'm trying to think who's actually been announced online. Uh, we've got uh, thickness. Uh, Reed Matthews. We've got the man of two minds, Jack Pride. He was the, the first one. I kind of leaked him on my Twitter. Yeah, account. that's right. I, the, uh, I couldn't wait. I well, I sent you that picture next day. I was on Twitter. I was like, oh, that's fine. It's fine. He <laughs> <laughs> was too good. <laughs> Hi, I'm, uh, we're Jack Pride. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. Oh, I made that. I was just like, I'm going to test that. He was the first wrestler. It's like Nidoking in Pokemon. He was the first Pokemon in the game. But uh, he was the first wrestler in the game as a test. But yeah, thickness. Uh, Jack Pride is in the game. Uh, we've got one half of the Dad Bod Squad perfectly in the game right now in um, Rick Jules. But we and James Crowder is in the game. But we got to adjust his mustache up a little bit. We've got Blake Cannon in the game. We've got the Omen Gabriel Estad in the game. We've got Son of Irish in the game. We've got Duke Tarango in the game. It's just a lot of fun because it's just super campy and just like ridiculous. And why not, right? Wrestling is great when it's ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. No top talent? Hey, everybody's everybody's going to get in this game eventually. It's just a matter of showing up. So remember, you guys got to show up. <laughs> ah. yeah, if, if you want to get in the game right now, yeah, not right now, but this week, you got to show up. Twitch.tv slash Jupiter Vision. Yeah, man, Sunday. you'll get in then eventually. But if you want to get in there faster and have more input in the game, come join in. It's a very involved stream. We ask opinions. We put polls up. We ask what we what gets done next. We laugh like crazy. It's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't missed a single one so far. It's a really good time. Yeah, Sundays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time uh, is the current uh, schedule for that. Uh because I have a daughter and it's hard to do when she's awake. <laughs> <laughs> so traditional RPGs, you got, you got armor stores, you got weapon stores, you got potions. Is there anything special about like wrestling related for those sort of RPG tropes? Oh yeah. Okay. So like, here's the thing, wrestling in Alberta, for some reason translates way too easily into an RPG. So, so for instance, we were having a conversation today on Twitter, like uh, you put it on Twitter today, but before that we were talking, we're like, well, we have an armor shop and we need a potion shop. And we already know that um, we have super taunt, AKA Kylie Morgan, who makes different wrestling attire for the wrestlers around Alberta. Like that's part of her business. Uh, so we're like, well, why doesn't she run the armory? Like she runs the shop that sells the armor. It only makes sense. And we're like, well, along that same uh, vein, we know that MK Singh works at a Popeye's supplement store in Edmonton or somewhere in that area. Like, why doesn't he run the potion shop so you can go in and get like whey protein and stuff to buff you? It just makes, <laughs> it's hilarious, right? Like why not do any of these things? We've got uh, right now, there's a cemetery in the game with a crypt. That's where the Omen Gabriel Lestat's going to hang out. Right now, he's a guy, but I kind of want him to just be an idle bat until you talk to him, and then he transforms into a human. Because it's, why not? It doesn't have to be real. <laughs> yeah, and Is there a furniture store? We could add a furniture store. We need a salesman. We absolutely can add a furniture store. You just start trying to find wrestlers here's the thing so the game is built really along the the idea of trying to collect and unlock all the different wrestlers and you do that by you know fighting them and beating them in a battle or you know doing a quest or whatever and you unlock the ability to use them so the game really plays in that like collect all the wrestlers vibe also with an rpg element of actually leveling up and getting progression in the game cool yeah, it's just so much fun. It's 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 like imagine just like 
yeah, instead of Bulbasaur, you've got the thickness. And, you know, instead of your Alakazam, you've got like, I don't know, like a level 43 heavy metal or something. You know what I mean? It's just hilarious. <laughs> so we don't know who the starting wrestlers are. No, we have no idea yet. So that's one of the things that we're going to decide on the stream this Sunday, correct, Anthony? Yeah, I think we should decide uh, this Sunday on the stream at least uh, at least two two of them should be. I think we should have four, but I think we should come down with at least two who of the starting wrestlers are. So you have a team that you can use to wrestle other people. So, yeah, we need to figure that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a name out there. Okay. Uh, he was mentioned on Twitter by, uh, I think Austin mentioned him on Twitter. Jumpin' Josh. Josh, yes, I saw that earlier today. I think Josh would be a fantastic, like, it's great. You know, he's the PPW Cruiserweight Champion. He's a young guy. He's got a lot of charisma. He's really good. I think he would be a fantastic way to start the game out. Like, you're like, we start with Jumpin' Josh as as an example. Level one Jumpin' Josh. And you got to go find other wrestlers and take them out. You know, maybe you got to do drop kicks and suplexes. You beat them. You unlock the ability to to use them on your team. Why not? That's why doesn't that why that sounds so much fun and you know what the best part is i'm the only person who's played this game because i'm really the one like creating it at this point so i've had the the fortune of being able to go in as different wrestlers and fight other wrestlers and unlock them oh my god it's fun (laughs) that is awesome As, as a total aside hard left here uh we mentioned kylie morgan uh, doing super taunt gear mm-hmm. she also makes cakes for people yeah that's true yeah she opened that new business recently yeah milk flour so if if people are in the calgary market looking for a cake they can go over to instagram milkflower.yyc and uh check out some cakes from her they look phenomenal yeah i started repost some stuff to twitter and i was like oh my god i'm really hungry now <laughs> so uh yeah they look really good i would very highly recommend uh, buying some stuff from her because I would. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the but the RPG right now it's just it, it's a work in progress. Uh, but uh, you just come and get your opinion put into it. Here's the thing: right now, all the people that are in the game are Alberta-based wrestlers. But we added a train station to the game, so you know if you're an Al- if you're a wrestler who's listening to this from the Canadian independent scene, and you want to be in this game you can still get in this game. Just show up to the stream and just come chat and we'll get you in the game, man. Well, there's a couple guys that are really interested. Cameron Stevens. Yeah, we saw you was messaging. Uh, he was uh, interacting on Twitter there. Uh, a couple of different people actually have liked some of the posts and stuff just across Canada. We've seen Vaughn like some posts. We've seen Rob Starham like some posts. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think Travis Williams liked one of them. Did, did he? Wow, look at that. There you go. I don't even know everything that's going on. Yeah, no, it's it's a very exciting project, and I I think that these uh, I I'm looking forward to playing it. Let's let's spoil something else. If anybody's listening to this and they're not quite sure if they want to tune into this, uh, we came up with another idea, and we've talked about it on the stream a couple of times. To have a zoo, and inside of the zoo, we wanted to put like the <laughs> cheetah bear Jude Dawkins, and we wanted to put the Canadian goose Kyle Shaw, and we want to put Cato in the zoo. Um, and what you have to do is you have to find a way to rescue them from the zoo in order to unlock them and stuff because the zookeepers thought they were animals. Why? Like, this is the kind of stuff that's happening in this RPG, and it's just <laughs> hilarious. And every time I've told that to people, they've laughed so hard. So, it's, like, it's so funny. 
yeah, like if 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 you think that this is this sounds like fun, like it is. Trust me, you just got to show up and just come up with ideas like this because there's like always like ten or fifteen of us like and they're just laughing and coming up with ideas of like what should be in this game. Yeah, and if if you're a fan of wrestling in the Alberta area or Canada or across the entire country, um, it's a great way to interact with some wrestlers too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we actually had a couple of people show up at the last stream. We had um, Barrett Garani was there. The Thickness was there. Uh, who else was showing up that day? We had a lot of people. Blake Cannon showed up. We had James Crowder was there. Uh, we've had Rick Jules there. We've had Son of Irish there. We had, uh, had Kashi. Kashi, Kashi was there. That's right. He showed up. <laughs> we we he didn't, was, we didn't know, know it was him, him until the very end. He's like, how do I get in this game? I'm like, oh, well, are you a wrestler? He's like, yeah, it's Kashi. I'm just, Oh, he was there the whole time. I was like, oh, Keshi, yeah, you get in this game. Like, I'll throw an Edo down somewhere. He was literally there the entire stream. <laughs> he didn't know it was Keshi. We just didn't know it was him. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. But yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Uh, I just, yeah. You so know what fun. you could do that I've always wanted, but I never thought I'd see is take the fight to the LRT. Yeah, we absolutely, we could have, like, so we have the train station right now. It's not necessarily an LRT, but if we could have a fight in the train station. Well, no, I'm thinking more of the train car. Oh, you mean get inside of a train car. That'd be cool if we could kind of come up with a mission that you had to travel from like one city to another. And in the middle of the train car, there's just like a gigantic fight or like brawl that goes on. You have to unlock a whole bunch of like traveling wrestlers. But who, who would be fighting in the train car? And oh, Mitch, I don't want you to say Dave, because... That's a whole other story we don't <laughs> want to get into on this podcast. <laughs> well, who are Canada's biggest traveling wrestlers? Because I feel like you got to get them on there. So that's where you put people like Artemis Spencer and Nicole Matthews and uh, all those guys from out east. Uh, maybe everybody who's in the uh, everybody who traveled in. So maybe we had some of the people from uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba out there, like some of the CWE guys and stuff. We took them on the train. That'd be hilarious. Get yeah, O'Doyle. Duggan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin O'Doyle and Davey O'Doyle just staring at each other in the train being like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> but uh, the, the train, because we do have the tracks as well. Mm-hmm. We had the idea of having nasty Nate Nixon tie someone to the tracks. <laughs> yeah, just you know, very dastardly, like uh, Rocky <laughs> and Bullwinkle style. Yeah, he sits there twirling oh, his mustache. Yeah, exactly. Stanley Whiplash or? Stanley Whipwreck. Whiplash is it Whiplash? Who's Stanley Whipwreck? Wait, that's I never mind. I was like, no, I thought it's Whiplash. No, yeah, Stanley Whiplash, I think, is the guy from the original uh, or Snidely, Snidely Whiplash, Snidely, or something like that. I'm just gonna Google it. I have this magical thing, yeah, Snidely Whiplash. You had it right, and that was Dudley Do Right, not Rocky and Bowling. But I guess that went on both, right? Yeah, it was on both Dudley Do Right and Rocky and Bowling. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I was I like, that's so. Dudley Do Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just these kind of things. Like, for instance, if you're a wrestler and you like have a campy idea for your character and you're just like, I've always wanted to try to do something like this, you want to see what it feels like in a video game? Let's try it. I think I think it'd be hilarious to try. I've actually built the zoo. I'm just putting that out there for people for, for some teasers for Sunday because I've actually updated the game quite a bit from the stream that we did last Sunday because we do it uh, once a week. I've added a zoo. I've added a, a a kind of a collection hall where all the wrestlers get stored so you can see everybody that you've collected. I've added a nightclub. I've added an overworld that we can travel out of the city for for now. There's a lot of cool stuff that's been added to this game already. Cool. So, 
who who are your top choices to get into the game? I I listed some on Twitter earlier today. Uh, Heavy Metal, Michael Richard Blaze, Dylan Stone, Travis Williams out of BC, Cameron Stevens out of the Maritimes, uh, Vaughn Vertigo from Ontario, Angelica and Zoe Sager, two amazing women's wrestlers in Alberta. But who do you guys want in the game? Well, I, I okay, I still haven't put Travis Cole into the game. I really would like to put Travis Cole into the game. In terms of like people out east that I really enjoy, I really I ran into this guy once and I started to follow his work. I really liked him. Anthony Kingdom James out yeah, from Ontario. I'd love to see into this game. Um, and then I would also like to see some of the interior BC boys. So like not necessarily just Artemis Spencer and like uh um Nicole Matthews, but just some of the people who actually work for like Okanagan wrestling and stuff, people I'm not necessarily familiar with. I think one of the best parts about this game, uh, not necessarily that it's who gets to be in this game, it's that everybody gets to be in this game and it's just how they get to be in this game. Because a cool story can happen for somebody that you might not necessarily be super excited for just because it works with their character or somebody that you'd be like, oh, it's super exciting for, you know what? Like who knows how that works in the game? Like not saying that wouldn't be good, it's so campy and ridiculous that you're going to find something that you enjoy out of, I think anybody like, it doesn't matter who your favorite wrestler is. You're going to enjoy something in this game. Yeah. Mitch, who do you want in the game? I was thinking the giant Orion, but I don't know if you have that many blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, we did have a conversation at one point where we're like, we should find a way to have like a very tiny hot tub and have like Giant Orion and uh, Titan and Andre all in one just very tiny hot tub, just staring at each other, just like the Giants of Alberta. That would be good. Yeah, see, they, this is these this is the stuff that we do on Sunday nights. So, or maybe you would like climb a beanstalk well, yeah, to get absolutely. to their characters. We could, there you go. That'd be hilarious. The giant, you have to go to the giant world. Yeah. To get to them. Sure. We could do that kind of stuff. We could just invent a giant's world. That would be incredible. And then you could also put really like small people in the giant's world, like trying to hide, like Tony Machete's like hiding under a table. It's like, just don't tell them I'm here or something like that. Oh, okay. Yes. Big Bruce. Oh, big Bruce. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is like Stephen Crow. He's just like hiding in the shadows. He's like, I'm trying something new. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but yeah, why not? Wrestling isn't happening right now. So we thought take something, make something else. Why not? Everybody else is doing something with wrestling. We Why not try to make a wrestling RPG? And uh, this is probably a perfect time for you to reveal the name. Oh yeah, so we talked about it today, and I, I think we came up with a great name for the for the game. Now we're gonna call it the Northern Territory, a wrestling RPG. <laughs> it just checks uh, off all the boxes. It really does. I think it's a great name. We're gonna start using hashtag Northern Territory uh, when it comes to describing the game. Um, everybody who's really interested in getting into this game and being a part of it and w- continuing the development of it, follow that hashtag. You guys can always go over to twitch.tv forward slash Jupiter Vision and follow there and check out our social medias, obviously, because we've been posting on there at the updates as well and whenever we go live. Uh, great plug for your Twitch stream, buddy. Yeah, you know, I've done this once or twice. <laughs> got practice. Yeah, Mitch, you got anything to plug? Because I think we're just about done for this episode. Well, you know, just the, just the usual. Buy Lethbridge dry ribs. 
Oh, I'm so sad. Send them I was to down me in Leftridge Calgary. a couple of months ago and I didn't get them. Oh my God. Uh, Mitch, when we, go, when we can finally travel when COVID is done and we can go to a PPW show, we have to go get you these dry ribs because I need to try them myself too. I have to come <laughs> for these dry I've heard about these dry ribs on multiple occasions and I've never even like tried them. So yeah, I need to try them too. Well, and I heavily overorder, so that won't be a problem. You know, I, I'll be I'll be completely honest. My health has completely changed since the last time I've podcasted. Like the last time I podcasted, I was probably one of the worst healths of my life and I'm in the best shape of my life. So I want to eat all the ribs as long as we can just hit up the gym afterward for like six hours. Well, if by <laughs> we, you mean you. I'll just keep eating the wings while I'm at the gym, the dry ribs. I'll just eat them at the, like between sets. <laughs> These ribs better be good, man. Like, that's all I can say. I've, I've been hearing the hype for years. Well, and that's the thing. They're only that good to me. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're going to have them. We're going to be like, you have no taste. You're just a disgusting human. <laughs> these aren't uh, even ribs. <laughs> or just like, it's like ribs don't have these weird things coming off of them. What, that's, is that a leash? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's as good of a place as any to wrap yeah. it. I'm yeah, Paul. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at WrestleRodeo CA. Mitch, you can find Mitch underscore Harvey and Anthony. You can find WrestleSode. At WrestleSode. All right. Give us a follow. Tune into Anthony's stream on Sundays to watch the Northern Territory of Wrestling RPG be developed before your very eyes. And give us your input into the rpg we love it yeah any ideas you have guys come on come share them we will throw them in the game all right and that's a wrap hope you guys enjoyed the first episode back of the new wrestling rodeo podcast talk to you later <laughs>